hello and welcome to the podcast, The Spatzier. And I am your host, Malki Berkowitz. Um, I am a former fashion writer, fashion blogger, and a connoisseur of Sneha's fashion. Um, mostly at this point in my life, being that financially, I, <clears throat> well, basically, <laughs> there's no more Gucci in my life, Baruch Hashem. And I've replaced Gucci, actually, with very, very cute, affordable, adorable things from Mercari, which we'll talk about later, and Shein, which actually sounds like the Yiddish word Shein, spelled S-H-E-I-N, and ladies, it is an incredible resource for adorable earrings, jewelry, they have a ton of Tsnias long pleated skirts. They have sweaters and like jackets and anything you could think of, all for less than $20 at least. I mean, most of the stuff is like five, six dollars. And I have to say, the quality is not bad. I wore a pleated skirt today that's satin and ombre. For any of you that don't know, ombre is a fade. So this is an ombre blue skirt and it's satin. It's dark blue and then it fades to white at the bottom, which seems incredibly impractical (laughs) being that uh, it's a maxi skirt and I'm like 5'2", so it's not exactly um, the most practical choice, but I could pretend that I'm tall when I'm wearing it. So that was fun. And today, um, I'd like to introduce this podcast. It's going to be, if any of you are not familiar with The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, then you should be. It's a show on Amazon Prime, but you could even watch just on YouTube little bits of the show. It's hilarious and it's so funny. And she has incredible style. And a lot of the stuff that she wears is actually extremely tzniest. And it really, um, it really echoes this 1950s style that I love, where the skirts were all below the knee. It wasn't even a question. And fur was definitely a thing back then. Um, and the show really centers around um, a Jewish girl uh, who's very funny. She has a Joan Rivers style sense of humor. And she's a little more sarcastic than I am, but she's hilarious. And it also really centers around her style. And I think that being that in 2021, 2021, 2022, um, like it's just so rare now for me to like really see anybody. I mean, for a while we were going through this like, epic modest fashion revival and it kind of just went like now I barely see people wearing long pleated skirts I barely see people see wearing like I mean I'm saying just in general you know just street fashion um it's just it's not a thing anymore and it's so sad because it happens to be a beautiful look so part of this podcast is to try and bring it back and part of it is just to laugh. 
because in life we need to laugh. We need to laugh a bissel. So I would like to talk a little bit about fur and fur coats and how, well, first of all, wearing a fur coat is just like next level. Like today I wore a white fur coat, which is literally the most impractical thing that one can wear. Although I should say that it was faux fur. So, you know, at least I'm saving the environment or I'm saving a polar bear or I'm saving something with white fur. Um, <laughs> but I'm not saving um, the polyester or acrylic resources that are available, which is becoming incredibly limited with time. So, <clears throat> but that being said, I felt very Mrs. Maisel today. I felt very Elizabeth Taylor today. I felt almost like the Queen of England actually today because I was wearing Mitta headband. I had a dollar headband on, fake fur with fake pearls. Can't get classier than that. And nobody could tell it was fake. I could tell. But... <laughs> but um, I went and I was very surprised because... I know that in Williamsburg, it's really the style is like, it's very elegant, it's very classy. There is a lot of black and navy, it happens to be, um, but I did a style watch and I was not the only fur coat in the place. I clocked about, I don't know, there must have been about 20, 20 faux fur, well I'm sure they were real. Mine was faux fur, but I'm sure the rest of them were real fur, real fur coats. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, if you're an animal activist, I don't think this is the best podcast, but I'm going to talk about how cool a fur coat makes somebody feel. First of all, it's so warm. It's like if you're having a nervous breakdown, the best thing to be wearing is a fur coat because it's just like automatic sensory therapy, like right there. (laughs) Um, It's also a great barrier. You know, you never really feel like, you know, even in like an Uber or in a precarious situation, you know, you have this big fur coat that just like, it's very, it's like a protective layer. And honestly, we do kind of live in the wilderness now. I mean, it is the times of COVID. So it just makes a lot of sense to wear a fur coat. I'm very for the fur coat. I'm sure Mrs. Maisel's very for the fur coat. And... All of my coats happen to be faux fur, Um, not because I'm an animal activist, but because I'm actually quite broke at the moment, and I have been for quite a while, but also I am a little bit of a vegetarian sometimes. Not all the time, sometimes, if I think about it too much. So, yeah, if you are really a vegan or a vegetarian, then... I don't even know. Some don't even like wearing faux fur coats because then it makes them feel like they're wearing fur coats and then it's like a whole nother thing. But um, yeah, I, I think the fur coat definitely should come back. I think it should definitely be a thing again. But like the real vintage styles, like the 1950s styles where it's like, you know, really just like ageless, ageless, timeless. You could wear it when you're one years old. You could wear it when you're 81 years old. You could wear it when you're 101 years old. And the fur just 
it stays really nice as long as as long as it's faux fur. <laughs> um, no, but I'm joking. But um, no, really though, I will say the only fur coat that I have a problem wearing now is this beautiful cowboy print, cow cowgirl print. I don't know what it is. Um, coat that is very fashion and it's very adventurous but I'm not quite there anymore like I'm not that stylish anymore that I feel like I'll pull it off anymore um I don't feel like I could like carry that anymore um and also that would not necessarily go over well in Williamsburg so I don't know if that's going to become a prerequisite for how I dress but (laughs) um and I will say that wearing a fur coat is very beneficial. It doesn't matter if the heating breaks, it's okay. You now have an adaptation that helps you. Very important. Um, you can't get hypothermia. Um, really, it's just, it's extremely comfortable also. Just, it's, it's really, it's really, I think, the unsung hero of a COVID winter when we're really already very isolated and we look ridiculous anyways in the masks, which will be my next podcast actually. Um, But we may as well just kind of like up that and just walk around in big, big fur coats, the bigger the better. And then it's like really like just in case you were trying to isolate before, now it's like extra insulation and extra isolation. Although, although... I actually found that today, in my faux fur coat, more people, when I was walking through Williamsburg, more people smiled at me. And it wasn't like a oive smile, it was like a happy smile. So I think the outfit was a win-win. Um, and now I would just like to talk for a few minutes about how to get a faux fur coat very cheap. I like a bargain, I love a Matsya, who doesn't love a bargain. And there are three websites that are very important to know if you want to get a faux fur coat. Number one is Mercari. Everything is used. Some things are actually like new. Um, It's called M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Mercari. And they have some of the most beautiful things um, for so so affordable like prices that are just so affordable it's wonderful it's a chesed mamish min shemayim it is though because like you could look like a million dollars but you only have to spend ten dollars and that's just honestly that's the best part of it i don't care about looking like a million dollars i only want to spend ten dollars that's the more exciting part of the whole thing um my bubby was the same way. As long as you're spending like less than $20, we're so thrilled with whatever it is that we're getting <laughs> um, because it's a bargain. But no, really, even if you're a very astute shopper, they do have certain things that are new with tags. They have a very wide range of clothing. I mean, it's just fantastic it's a fantastic resource for anyone interested in fashion interested in style looking for sneeze things that aren't necessarily always in season and they're not always going to be in the high street stores and they're not always going to be in the malls or the stores that are just 
You know, they're not even always going to be online. But if you go on Mercari and Poshmark and um, uh, Poshmark, Mercari, and oh, I forgot the last one. I don't actually remember what the last one was. It was very important, but I don't remember. Um, but that was the extremely important one. But in the next episode, I'll get back to that. <laughs> um, you can find incredible, like new, slightly used schmatas. No, they're not really schmatas. They're actually fabulous. And you could look really beautiful for a very small budget. So that is my secret. Then I also want to tell you the importance of color in an outfit. Now, I used to wear all different colors, and I think color is beautiful. Um, but as I get older, and I realize there are just certain colors that they don't just, it just doesn't suit me. It's not even anything to do with sneas. I don't really um, apply sneas to color because I don't really think that's a thing anymore. I just don't even think that's a thing. I see people wearing Bordeaux and burgundy and maroon and all these beautiful shades of red. And it's not really a thing anymore. And, and purples and pinks. So it's nothing to really do with sneas. It's just like a comfort level thing. Some colors just don't suit people's complexions or hair colors. I'm a redhead and I find that certain colors, I just don't feel really suit me anymore. And that's fine, you know? Some colors just really don't, um, they kind of clash with my complexion and whatever. Um, all that, all that nonsense. Um, but I do find that I, as I get older, I'm appreciating navy, and I will explain why. And so if you would go on Mercari or Poshmark or that other really important website that I don't remember anymore because I'm slightly senile, um, you would type in navy faux fur or navy pleated skirt or navy sweater or navy velvet blazer, whatever it is that you like have a cheshach for, whatever your taiva, pick your poison. <laughs> I, you know, I need to have some therapy, so that's my therapy. Um, but, and it's extremely healthy and functional that that's my therapy, is searching for navy clothing on used websites, but... That being said, you will find you can literally sort things by color. You can save things for a different time, and you can like build a portfolio of things that are on your wish list. And we all know that a wish list lasts as long as we have our first um, stressful day, and then it's like open up that wish list, and it's like, oh, I don't have money. Okay, it's one credit card work. Does this credit card work? Whichever credit card works. And there goes the first item on the wish list. <laughs> so that's how I deal with stress. Now, if you're dealing with $10, it's not so bad. That's why it's good to go on these websites. Um, but I do believe in a certain amount of healthy retail therapy. And it's very important to feel good. And we feel good when we look good. And that's really, that's mamish what it is. And... Um, so, I actually saw a lot of navy velvet today, a lot, 
a lot of navy velvet coats, a lot of navy velvet jackets, navy skirts. Navy is like a very big color and it's a very big color for me. I think it's a little less depressing than black. In fact, it's very regal. It's very elegant. It's not a depressing color. It's actually, it's actually a very strong color and a very, I think actually just very regal color um, and a very professional color. It's not depressing like black is black is professional but it's also very um, it has no charisma black has no charisma to it it's kind of like even if you're wearing something very stylish it's it's just kind of like I don't know black is the absence of color so it's beautiful it's classic and there is a time to wear you know a very chic you know black sweater with I, I'm always wearing a black beret with pearls and it is very chic it is very French it's very chic très chic and it's beautiful but I find myself quite often wearing all black head to toe and that it that's still chic but I find that like literally I walk around and all of a sudden I'm just <laughs> extremely extremely low energy because I'm wearing like a very you know it's a color that kind of connotes um, dressing very um, you know it's it's a it's a color that's reserved for a very serious type of attire and it's nice to you know, wear some color. So that is my take on the chic French uh, head-to-toe, you know, monochromatic look. Um, I kind of like, I like wearing color. I sometimes think, though, like I'll see, like, it, it depends, because if there's sparkle in it, then it's really beautiful. I actually today saw a, beautifully, a beautiful sparkly black dress that was really beautiful and eye-catching. And that is, that's a little different. That's happy. Once there's sparkle and glitter in it, then you're good to go. Then it's happy, then it's exciting, then it's lively. Ah, so then the last thing I want to talk about is velvet, which is shiny. So also, but see... When we're dealing with very dark colors, even navy, it's nice to go a little bit metallic because it just, it's, it's, it just, it's more like, it's more polished. It's really more polished and it seems like it wouldn't be that way. It seems like it would be more frivolous and silly, but it's actually more polished and more put together when it's a little bit like, you know upbeat or if you wear nice jewelry with it I find that the days when I'm just like very monochromatic all navy just like one color I feel sometimes very washed out and then my complexion just gets like very washed out and I just kind of like I'm like a walking you know just like space it's just like walking space it's like you can't really see (laughs) there's no color so I noticed that, like sometimes I'll look in the mirror and if I'm not wearing like a glitter knit, which, oh, glitter knits are very important. Glitter knits are extremely important. I can eat a Danish and two calzones and I could still look amazing in a glitter knit, a metallic knit. 
If it doesn't have stretch in it, if you like food like me, don't even bother. Like, I don't even bother anymore with anything that doesn't have stretch in it. If it doesn't have stretch, I won't wear it. Because if I want to eat something, I am not going to be held back by my clothing. I need elastic waistband <laughs> all the time. Um, but honestly, I think that that is so much cooler anyways. Like, it's a much cooler look. So yeah, glitter is a must, especially with dark colors. If you're very adventurous, which I used to be, I'm not so much anymore. And if you do wear color a lot, which is like great, like Colacovo, like that's amazing. I don't really, blue is like my big color that I love. Um, sometimes pink, occasionally. Um, if you really love color, then you, like glitter is wonderful. Um, and sparkle is wonderful, and I actually used to love wearing like sequins and stuff um, in a different life. But what I think is with color, the nice, what I was talking about with ombre, it's actually, it's a really beautiful effect. It's very eye-catching, and if it's done the right way, it elevates even like a simple skirt from like Shein, Shane, for like... I don't know, $5, it elevates it to look like something incredible. Um, and yeah, and like, if you do end up catching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, she's extremely funny and no filter, like literally no filter. Um, you'll see that a lot of her outfits are monochromatic and they are very colorful, very colorful. Um, and she's able to pull it off. Like she looks amazing and she wears all buttons. She looks amazing. She's able to really pull it off. Um, but, but I have one bit of muster for her and one bit of criticism <laughs> just in the style department that I would really have loved to have seen her more in like something a little more adventurous. She's, she's not, she is an adventurous dresser, but she's not such an adventurous dresser. So actually when I was in Williamsburg today, um, I'm just gonna like circle back to that. I actually was very, very excited to see there were a lot of very adventurous dressers there. In, like I said, in fur coats and velvets and different like shades of navy and different shades of black and gray and like layering. And layering is extremely important. Um, and some camel and some beige, which is also really beautiful. Um, but something that I thought was like very chic and very cool is the hats. They all wear these very beautiful hats. Some with pearls, some with rhinestones, some with fur. And it's, it's stunning. It's stunning. A chapeau. And so that's something that Maisel does a lot. She wears a hat. Almost always. And it's geschmack. So, I love wearing a hat. I wear a beret all the time. It makes me feel classier than I actually am. <laughs> but um, it's nice. When you wear a beret, you don't have to speak French. You could just look like you speak French, and that's fine. Nobody has to know. Um, especially now that we all wear masks anyway. So, I feel like most of the time I just feel like not talking. Oh, no, I always feel like talking, but, you know, sometimes when I'm like, 
just not in the mood of talking. It's much easier with, with a mask on. Um, and yeah, so my next my next talk will be about masks and how they fit into style, how we can make them stylish, how to make them less awkward, how to not feel awkward in a mask. There were no, but there were no masks today, which was actually lovely and wonderful. And sorry if this is politically not correct, but I felt so normal when I was there. It was amazing. It was like, oh, it's like normalcy. It's like it felt just like another day, another day in 2000 and 2012. Like the pandemic never happened. So that was very exciting. Um, but yeah, that is my spiel for today. Um, actually, wait, I go till 26 minutes. So hold on, I need to talk about something for another um, I need to go for <laughs> another minute. Oh, so basically, in a nutshell, I love dark colors. They're incredible. Add a little sparkle to them. It goes a long way. It's beautiful. It elevates them. It makes them look designer. It makes them look couture. It makes them look... I'm a big proponent of the glitter knit. I'm a big proponent of jewelry. I'm a big proponent of mixing colors, um, mixing neutrals. We'll talk about that. It's like beige and black or navy and black. I love navy and black. Whoever said that you can't wear navy and black, it's not true. It actually looks incredible together. And we'll talk about that also in a very exciting episode. And if you'd like me to make this more humorous, please let me know because I would like to add more humor into here, but I'm not sure what my listeners are going to be interested in hearing so please let me know and yeah i hope everyone has a beautiful day and let me know what it is that you want to hear more of mm-hmm.